Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. This is Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. My name is Nate Thurston, and across from me is Mr. Charles Chuck Thompson. How's it going, Valentine Chuck? I'm as confused as ever. What I are you tell confused you? about, man? Everything. Everything. <laughs> it was a confusing weekend, wasn't it? Yeah. Overall. Planes, trains, UFOs, and automobiles. And balloons. And balloons, yeah. You know, I mean... Weird time. What a time to be alive. Superman, Spider-Man, something's happening. Who knows? Kryptonite, nuclear waste, chemical trails. It's just <laughs> an aquanet explosion in Ohio. Like, a, I don't know what's going on. It's it's a mess. Yeah, all right? it's, a, it's a real mess. That's and, what's uh, happening. I didn't know what to watch over the weekend. I, I was like, well, should I watch E.T. or Arrival or Independence Day or Super 8, uh, which is a you know, train wreck in that one, or Aaron Brockovich. That was one that was popping up on my list. Yeah. Uh, don't look up. A lot of I did watch. Don't look up. I just watched a it's couple days ago. It's actually a good ago. movie. I think it's a funny movie. Yeah, it is funny. It's good. I I do think it's a really funny movie. Uh, the end of it's kind of depressing, but I mean, I don't want spoiler alert, but it's what will happen if we don't stop climate change. That's a, so. I, yeah. I'm not going to tell you the end of the movie, but you guys know exactly mm-hmm. uh, what we're talking about. So, That's right. Uh, yeah, weird stuff. So they they shot down things. Didn't recover any of them, by the way. Heard that. Didn't recover any debris from any of the stuff. I don't know if... I I got no idea what to think on this whole thing. And we don't have to spend a lot of time on it, but it's either complete BS or it's like way worse than what they're wanting to tell us. (laughs) It's one of those two things. I did see the first missile fired over the weekend. They don't know where it went. I saw that. (laughs) The second one hit. (laughs) It's just a (laughs) runaway... They must have not had a level on the jet. Yeah. To make sure that they were firing it. Well, if they fired it straight up, it'll be completely fine. It's, <laughs> it's not a big deal. Could you imagine firing a missile and being like, yeah, we don't know where it went? <laughs> yeah, that would be a weird problem. Yeah. But I guess they were up like in like literal nowhere. It had to take, like, it probably took a long time. By the time it came down, it was out. It just blew up some of the North Pole or something like that, I bet. Mm-hmm. I don't know where they were shooting it. And so they didn't recover any debris. Uh, I think it's possibly because they didn't shoot anything down is one of the reasons or because what they were shooting down were like kids weather balloon experiments that got 
put up there a little while back. And, and after the Chinese balloon thing happened, uh, they, they basically took down their standards for what they were going to look for. <laughs> you know how, when you're on, um, you're on, uh, you're on, let's just say apartments.com or whatever. And you're looking at like all the different apartments for rent and you're looking at all of them, and you're like, no, I want to look at two beds and three beds. I want to just see those. What they did was they took the filter all the way down to like one room availability type thing, or you can use Airbnb or something like that. So like all of a sudden, it just lit up all over the place. NORAD was just, just <sighs> everywhere. Yeah. Worse than Christmas night. Mm-hmm. And and so it was, the, I think they just kind of went around saying that they were shooting stuff down, uh, honestly. Because they got a positive response from the American people. Or there was a, a legit alien invasion and they stopped it. Or they were here to be our friends, and now they're bringing the rest of their forces. They're mm. going to destroy us. Yeah, Those are the only possible options <laughs> that I can make it through. You see how confusing this weekend was? I told you. That's why you asked how I was doing. I said, I'm confused. How is it, though, when you're, when you're looking through Twitter, and we were talking about this earlier, how do you know what to even believe anymore? I mean, especially with Elon Musk's Twitter. <laughs> but... <laughs> No, but seriously. You yeah, you can't trust it to begin with. I mean, with. not if they're just letting anything slide. Yeah. I had such a hard time trying to figure out what was real. I did, just so you know, I I researched stuff for the uh, the train derailment, which we'll be talking about, all day yesterday. Yeah. I did a, an interview at 8 a.m. yesterday morning. I researched the UFOs and the train derailment all day yesterday until 2 p.m., and I was like, Screw it. I'm going home. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to say, especially this is so much speculation about everything. Like I couldn't do it on my own. And you got dogs that were you're not barking because they're sick. Coughing. Coughing. Your dogs were coughing. Legit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what was going on. Anyway. That's what I was telling you earlier this morning, which is like the difference between me and you is you spent all day researching shit. Mm-hmm. And I was, I got on Twitter and was looking through things. And it's funny, the left perspective and the right perspective is just totally opposite ends. And predictable. And predictable. And I'm just reading through everything, and I'm like, I don't I don't have a clue of what's happening whatsoever. It's We act like a train has never derailed before in United States history. It turns out they but happen then, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Not like this. Clearly, this is bad. It is bad. Not good. We are against this train's derailment, and I'm against even the toxic plume of all the terrible stuff that went up into the air. Mm. I just want to come out right in front of that. Get in front of that story. Be against it. Yes. That's right. I'm heavily against that. But it is the case, apparently, there's like an average of over a thousand derailments a year. Now, most of those are probably like a one part of it like comes off of a broken track or something. Mm-hmm. It's not what we see where the cars just all sandwiched together and it's terrible and all that. Uh, so I don't know what qualifies as a derailment, but they do happen a lot. Like the one in Houston, I believe. Probably the same thing as a, a, a mass shooting. It probably, it probably is the same way that they similar. Like, yeah. what do you count as a de- derailment? Well, okay. This, this thing came off of the rail right there. We had to put it back on there and then they write it down. Derailment. <laughs> Because there's like January 6th. It's an average of 2021 derailment. <laughs> yes. With the with the numbers that they have on derailments, it's like three or four a day. There shouldn't be a United States left. <laughs> no. Three or four a day. 
yeah. is is what the numbers come out to. Mm. That's too many. I'm against them. <laughs> That's what I found <laughs> over the weekend. In your research? The live yeah. group's hanging out with us. What's up, live group? How's it going? Uh, the Fed Haters Club is hanging out with us today. They went to joingml.com, or some of them went to some other old websites, and uh, might not even be paying us anymore. I don't I haven't looked. But to all you new people, you have to go to joingml.com, join the Fed Haters Club, and uh, maybe even go over to godhatesfeds.com and get yourself a shirt, something like that. That'd be cool. We got stuff. We got news coming on that pretty soon. There's a, a, a new website. Actually, I think it's going to be tomorrow. So brand new, yeah, brand new website launching tomorrow. By the time we get all the things plugged in, okay, it'll be tomorrow. It's a, probably so. waiting on me to respond to the email and attach like our... There's a few tasks for like you to take PayPal care of. PayPal to something. Yes. I got you. A few tasks for you to take care of. You got to connect the DNS servers and things like that. And then we'll be live. That's why I'm saying tomorrow. Yeah. Because I want to give Nate some time. He never has any time I for don't. anything. I don't. So I got to give this guy this some time. This is my third episode today, Charlie. To do, to do okay. a couple tasks. It's not an exaggeration. And uh, we'll be live tomorrow. Same website URL, godhatesfeds.com. So It's just going to go to... A, a brand new website. New, a brand new website. With some new merch. So, new merch, mm-hmm. some new designs, some cool stuff. Uh, so so working on that, it's going to be cool. It's You got you to gotta join. You have to. You got to join the club. Unless you, be, love, unless you love feds. Yeah. Now that's fine. We're not telling you. If you love feds and you're not yeah. a real libertarian, you don't want to join. Yeah, that's and fine. we don't want you. There's different strokes for different fed folks out there, okay? <laughs> It's fine. If you love feds, if you agree with feds and everything that feds do, that's totally fine. You don't have to join <laughs> the club. Exactly. All right. So for all of you out there, just don't join that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlie, the CPI came out this morning. Confused again. I, I am. still don't know what's going on. <laughs> so don't know what's happening. This is, I'm in a... I'm in a glass case of confusion. What do you think is going on with that? I guess there's a little story in here. You could tell everyone what happened before we get to the train derailment. Well, in case you guys didn't notice, inflation turned higher to mm. start 2023 as rising shelter, gas, and fuel prices took their toll on consumers. The Labor Department reported Tuesday. Also, food prices is in there as well. Uh, the CPI rose 0.5% in January, which translated to an annual gain of 6.4%. By the way, that means inflation is still up. Now, that went up. Month over month, it went up. Went up. And also year to year, it's prices went up. We're, we're up. I think it's important to, to note that as you go through some of this stuff. There's a new, I saw a new product that's inflation is a tax hat that I thought was nice. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. I saw that too. That'll that be cool. available tomorrow because inflation <laughs> is a tax. I do, I do believe that it is in fact a tax. Yeah. Rising shelter costs accounted for about half the monthly increase. See how they do this? They try to tell you, like, oh, there's only a couple things that blah, 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 blah. The component accounts for more than one-third of the index and rose 0.7% on the month and was up 7.9% from a year ago. The CPI had risen 0.1% in December. Energy also was a a significant contributor, up 2% and 8.7%, while food costs rose 0.5% and 10.1%. Mm. Over last year. That's not good. 10% Mm-mm. over last year. Last year was higher than the year before that. 
especially eggs. So you're saying it's up. I think eggs are up 70%. By the way, if you narrow down to that, we just throw eggs out. I was, I saw it the other day. I came home, Lacey had made a thing of deviled eggs. I was like, babe, I thought we were supposed to talk before we made decisions like this. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Didn't we got we? rules. Yeah. When it comes to this thing. I was thinking about making, you know, like egg fleeced steak tonight. Mm. Instead of gold, you know, yeah, like edible gold. Eggs. I was just put, you know, eggs on top of the steak. <sighs> Here's one thing to know. Rising prices meant a loss in real pay for workers. No. That's why it's a tax, folks. That's not what happened. <laughs> it's average hourly earnings fell 0.2% for the month. It's more than that. It's the way it feels. And we're down 1.8% from a year ago, according to a separate BLS report that adjusts wages for inflation. Uh, now, hold on, because the White House and Biden's account, they said good news. Today's inflation report shows that annual inflation has fallen for seven months in a row. You know, you get that seven-monthized inflation number every seven months. Mm, yeah. That's what you get. Um, the several-month the several month inflation rate, as they've been using for a long time. Uh, food and gas prices are down, and real wages are up, delivering real breathing room for American families. I don't think we read the same report. You see, that's... The way that we talk about these numbers, the way that everyone has talked about these numbers for a long time is that they use the month over month and they use the annual. But the White House has a new seventhized rate, which is that over the last seven months, those numbers have turned in their favor. Now, the, the first five months and then the seven months after the first five months, you don't want to worry about those months. Those aren't, those are racist. You don't want to look at those. Just toss those out. Yeah. That's, that's what we do with these new studies. You know, <laughs> anything that's contrary to the narrative we're trying to push, we just throw those out. Like the Zuck, Zuckman study. You know, we talk about how billionaires paid less taxes than Walmart workers. Because mm -hmm. because the stats that would change those numbers, we just throw those out. I need, I get it. I just They're teaching that, by the way, in colleges now. It's the new statisticians class. Yeah. That you, you just can take, take it out. Yeah. It's part of your uh, feminist studies okay. major, I think. Yeah. It says it's like a creed. Therefore, those, the stats that disavow thy narrative. Yes. Uh, be flee from thee. And with that, we will move to the next story, which is the volcano that erupted in Ohio. <laughs> it's a serious thing. No, when I saw this, uh, first off, that's what I was like, okay, that's BS. That's not a real picture. I've seen Dante's Peak. Okay. And that's what's going on. You see the wide out, the really wide shot, which I didn't bring in here. When I first saw the stories last week and they said this uh, explosion in Palestine, I was like, all right, what are the Jews up to this time? <laughs> That's what I thought it was talking about. I saw the thing and I was like, I'm sick of this Israel-Palestine conversation. <laughs> like, I, we're not covering that. And so that's that's why I think a lot of people didn't talk about it at first. Because <laughs> they didn't want to come out in support of yeah. Palestine. I didn't know there was a volcano in Palestine. Yeah. yeah. I, think that was the, uh, I think that was the issue. So in all seriousness, though, uh, though this was bad. 
train derailed. Everyone knows the story because it's currently Tuesday and it's February 14th and this happened 11 days ago. Okay, so... 11 days? Uh, February 3rd is when the train... But we didn't know about derailed. it until this weekend. Well, we knew about the thing, and then they're like, oh, okay, well, this isn't good. This stuff could blow up, so they evacuate people, and then the stuff, they burn it up, I would say, you know, middle, late last week is when this stuff's happening. Oh, this and is a controlled burn. Controlled burn right here. This was intentional. Mm. Controlled I mean, volcano. Yes. Yeah. Controlled burn, um, and... We'll talk about that a little bit. This The theories are so fun online. A lot of fun theories out there. And we wanted to go through some of the information that has come out. Uh, so we'll talk about some of these things. I wanted to start this off with this article talking about how the railroad, this is Norfolk Southern out there. Now, this first story says that the railroad is offering just $5 per resident after derailment caused toxic mushroom cloud. Which, by the way, was not would not be Warren Buffett's railroad company. No, that is the uh, Union BNSF, what, I don't yeah. know what that all stands for. BSNF. Whatever it is. Yeah. Um, now, this, uh, this headline and part of the story, I would say slightly mis- misleading, but don't worry, we're going to hand it to the railroad uh, I, I think that they need to pay out the ass, as they say, uh, as for all of this. So that's n- we're not trying to defend them, but this article actually explains a few things pretty well. Uh, Norfolk Southern, the company that was responsible for emitting the toxic vinyl chloride, has offered $25, a $25,000 donation to assist the area's population of nearly 5,000 people, which works out to only $5,000 per person. That's not enough. $5. It's $5. What did I say? 5000 Oh, 5000 still not enough. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is going to be a lot of money, I bet. I would hope it's going to be a lot of money. A press release from the railroad company read, quote, We have established a family assistance center to address the needs of the community and support those directly impacted. Additionally, we are supporting the efforts of the American Red Cross and their temporary community shelters through a $25,000 donation. So they're donating to the Red Cross. Yes. Not to, to the people. To help with this temporary community shelter. Mm-hmm. Now, this was uh, portrayed as what they offered as a payout for their for people's troubles, even by people like Nina Turner, who, hey, thanks, Nina, for the retweets and the comments and everything over oh, the weekend. Oh, that was so nice. Another thing over the weekend. Uh, we One of our videos... Uh, did pretty well. You said you saw it had a pretty good amount of views. I don't remember what it had. For Twitter, yeah, it was like 80, 80 to 100,000, somewhere around there. On just the contrast, on average, we're at like 80 to 100. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so that was nice of Nina to retweet. It's one of the most productive things she's ever done. <laughs> we do appreciate that. You're spicy today. <laughs> Okay, so where was I? After the derailment on the 3rd of February, a controlled release of vinyl chloride was made to prevent a potential explosion. I like how the article puts controlled release in quotes. Vinyl chloride is an odorless and hazardous chemical compound that when burned creates hydrogen chloride, which is extremely volatile. It can also produce a phosgene. Possibly a gas that was used as a chemical weapon in World War One. Now, you got to be careful with stuff like this, and we'll discuss this when we go through some of the Twitter posts. I'm not saying it can't produce phosgene, a chemical weapon, w- which was used as a chemical weapon in World War One, but 
different concentrations of things can be used in different ways. So just because something has formaldehyde in it doesn't mean that it's gonna that's gonna kill you or whatever the thing uh, um, cyanide in it or whatever. Just because you see that doesn't mean that that's something that's just gonna kill you. In fact, different concentrations of these things uh, are used in uh, everyday products and drinks and all sorts of stuff that we have. I'm not saying that's the case with this. I think they screwed up, and I think that the people of this town need to end up owning the rail company. Mm -hmm. But I also don't want to give in to easy stuff like this. Oh, this chemical is uh, uses a this gas is used as a chemical weapon in World War One. You're saying there should be a real market consequence. There needs to be a market consequence. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And they probably won't do this again. No. If there is one. No. There. The cost benefit analysis was off, and it needs to be adjusted by the people of this town and everyone else that's going to be affected. Uh, by this thing. The gas remains in the air and has links to liver and neurological damage and other cancers, the CDC says. According to WKBN, the National Transportation Safety Board is investigating the derailment and a a federal lawsuit has also been filed by many of the East Palestine residents. Government officials did tell residents of the Ohio, Pennsylvania, uh, of the Ohio, Pennsylvania, that were evacuated is that worded weird or am I just... That's worded weird. Okay. The terrible article. <laughs> it's a really awful article. There's a few times in here it's been absolutely atrocious. I know. It's not my and fault. And you've been it's doing a fine job. <laughs> the government officials told people they could go back home based on the air quality samples. The Ohio EPA said the area's drinking water is safe for consumption. Still, concerns are prevalent with those people who do not trust the experts. That's and the government that has told them that everything is completely safe. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> They're not trusting the experts. It's totally fine to question all of them right now. Yeah. I'm hey, let's that's fine. Let's soak it all up right now. Uh concerns are prevalent with some residents finding dead fish, among other things. The company has a history of going against safety protocols. Since 2017, the company has cut jobs by more than a, a fifth, disregarding concerns that understaffing can cause railway safety to diminish mm. so we'll discuss all of those ideas here in i a didn't bit. even think about that <clears throat> part of it though how they're questioning the, the experts ah. people who said the quality's fine the government said it's fine it's, you can drink the water but it's because of elon musk's twitter that these people are still able to spread disinformation out there saying that we should be concerned about the chemicals in the air after the epa said that everything's fine <laughs> come on it's terrible which, by the way, we're on the side of people being able to question those things. We yes. should just, that should just be blanket across the board. Yeah. Um, can drink the water or the air, not so much. That's what Big Gus said. We'll talk about the water stuff here in a bit. I'm telling you. You can drink air. It just makes you burp a little. This has been some of the most, <laughs> this has been some of the craziest BS and information to try and wade through. First of all, Ohio doesn't even have volcanoes. No, they don't. And I saw the picture. That's the damn volcano. <laughs> All right. That's a big science experiment for that kid's science fair. Now, what actually, what do you put together to make it like vinegar and... science fair gone wrong. This is what this is. What is it, like cornstarch or something? I don't remember what it is. It makes everything <laughs> blow up. <laughs> Baking soda. Our live group, by the way. The, the, the Fed, Fed Haters. Haters Club. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so here's what actually uh, it looks like happened. I, what I was wondering is, why did this train derail? You see all the stuff I got pulled up out here. Uh, we're going to be combing through some of this today. Why did the train derail? It looks like, 
as someone was shooting fireworks off underneath it. <laughs> it was, now it looks like there's an axle burning up, uh, wheel bearing, something like that, locked up. And so you can see a fire happening under the train that was caught on a security camera. I'm on fire! As it goes through. Yes. Help and me! Tom Cruise wasn't Tom there Cruise. to stop yeah. this. Oh, was Winifrey wasn't Winifrey. there. No. <laughs> and so that's what happened. And then they tried to stop the train. It just lost all rail control. It did. They tried to stop the train. And because of corporate greed and Donald Trump, those two things combined together... <laughs> The train tried to stop, and it couldn't stop. It actually <laughs> pancaked itself off the tracks. Now, it's be it was using the air brake system, which is from like 1880 or something like that. Seriously, something like that for the for the trains. Like right around, you got trains, <laughs> you got air brakes. <laughs> okay, same time frame. Um, it was still using that, even though they've got these new electronic brakes that are that are better at stopping the train. Like you can hit the button, and all of the cars try to stop at the same time, while air brakes, they start at the front and work their way to the back, and as you can imagine, that creates a lot of momentum pushing towards the front of the train, and that's why you can have this derailment. It'd be better if it started <clears> at the back and went to the front. That would that would be better. Yeah. It would actually be better. Although you would cause some strain on pulling yeah, of, of the links. but I mean, worst case scenario, parts of the train, you got to go back there and get them. <laughs> right, you know? right. Like, that seems way better. Yeah, it does. Than... We should be train engineers. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Why didn't they talk to us first? Well, they yeah. got a system that stops every train car at the same time. The brakes go on. That sounds pretty good. It's not as good as our from the back up no. or middle out, <laughs> like what Biden would want to do. Right. right. Okay. <laughs> they should have stopped the train from the middle out. <laughs> it would have been way better. Yeah. Then from the top, the, the trickle-down train brakes <laughs> don't work. Don't, clearly. We, why is this so funny today to talk about? <laughs> it clearly doesn't work. We saw it on video right there. All right, so that's one part of this uh, that happened. And let me go to... Bailey's got a good suggestion here, too, real quick. If They, they just need some essential oils. That Would that help? Should we donate diffusers? I got one right here. It's doTERRA? Yeah, do you think care. doTERRA will sponsor East Palestine, Ohio? If they care about liberty, they will. Yeah, Look if they this. care about clean air. You can diffuse the situation. <laughs> <laughs> right here. Yeah. Now, this is terrible for what happened to these people, but... Yeah. And know. there's nothing funny about it. That's where we come in. <laughs> exactly. You know, we're solving the mm. problem right now. Mm about it being so serious. Hey, congrats to the Mises Caucus uh, party page uh, for having a big viral tweet associated with this, the posting a video that had a lot of disinformation. In it. <laughs> um, that was pretty good. Uh, but I mean, like 20,000 retweets on there, about 9 million views on this video uh, or, or on the uh, post, over 3 million views on the video uh, so far. They say the train derailment in Ohio is currently emitting massive amounts of carcinogenic compounds in the air. This alone would be enough to be interesting, but it seems there is more to the story. Norfolk Southern seems to be operating hand-in-hand -hand with the government in this area, going so far as to arrest reporters covering certain details of the incident. That is not true. Uh, I'll go and call them out on that. It's pretty clearly evident what happened with the reporter. Well, these are domestic <clears throat> terrorists they're probably arresting but, that aren't going along with... Yeah with what the government says is safe. Yeah. 
Uh, there was a guy. There was a reporter that was arrested. We'll talk about here in the, about that here in a minute. But uh, we can play the video that they had. It's it's got some good some good stuff in it. Where is the Libertarian Party's page? Here we go. Let's see what they got. Massive train derailed Friday. Twenty of them carrying hazardous materials as flames lit up the sky in northeastern Ohio. The evacuation order is in place for anyone within a mile radius of the crash site. These aren't. These aren't storm clouds. This is the fucking shit! The fucking shit they burn off in East Palestine! This is not fucking storm clouds! That's the one I was talking about. I was he's, like... He started so calm. He did. Yeah. yeah. That then escalated he went, quickly. He went past double rainbow guy. <clears throat> he went way out there. Yeah, I thought he was... I thought first I was like, this is another double rainbow guy. Mm-hmm. All the way across the sky. Look at that. He's like, these are not storm clouds. They're fucking shit! <laughs> now I'd be upset. Yeah, Alex Jones that. I would be upset yeah. if I was over there too. I, I would. Look at it! I hope it is. This is horrible. Because you got arrested. That was a part of the uh, reporter getting arrested. We got dead fish in the water. We got a map. Officials are claiming that the air and water. Someone are safe. said Chernobyl. Residents say they can still smell chlorine. They've complained about their eyes watering when they go outside. And one woman says the noxious air killed her chickens. Out of nowhere, he just started coughing really hard and just shut down and went very fast. Look at all these fucking crows. I'm not kidding. This is within 10 miles of East Palestine. Okay. I see a bunch of domestic terrorists questioning the government there. Yeah. I mean, they said everything's fine. This is the only way that they could deal with it. I don't know what else you want. Um, okay, so there's a few things in there. I told you about the birds video. That wasn't the one that I was thinking of. Here's my problem and the same problem you have with everything, too. A lot of this stuff. Now, there's dead fish out there. I'm not questioning that. Birds probably don't like all this stuff. Birds are sensitive to, to different things. Mm -hmm. That's why we keep a bird in the house for when the batteries go dead and the carbon monoxide detector, mm -hmm. okay? Exactly. It's the canary in a coal mine type mm -hmm. thing that's in our house. And so, <clears throat> yeah, birds don't like the stuff. It's also so easy to fake all of this. You could take any news clips off, off of YouTube that you want, you take any picture of a dead animal. You could take any picture of anything and be like, look at this. Look at this stuff on the floor over there. I could take a picture of, of my dog's eye boogers in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah. And say, you know, 600 miles from Ohio. Mm -hmm. My dog didn't have this before the train wreck. It'd probably go viral. Yeah. And it probably will be viral. Diffuser off right now. It's just, just blowing stuff up in the camera in right front there. Of you. Yeah. It smells good, though. Yeah, not too bad. Gets rid of all the <clears throat> chemicals that are coming from Ohio right now. And so I'm not saying any of that stuff is fake or whatever. You just got to be aware when looking at any of this, anything on the internet, that <clears throat> it's so easy to fake this stuff. Like the girl saying, this is within 10 miles of East Palestine and there's birds flying around. Well, that happens a lot all over the place. Birds can be crazy. And you can just record a video saying that you're within 10 miles of East Palestine, Ohio. I'm not saying she was lying. I'm just saying those, I get so, uh, I don't know. I, I get so worried anytime I look at any of those things 
I guess I just don't believe anything I see on the internet. Well, it's pandering to everyone's feelings, you know? Yeah. So, and a lot of people take advantage of that. Some of this could be real. Some of it could be fake. I'm sure a lot of it is real. Kind of like the journalist. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I don't know about y'all, but I'm my best self when I'm doing things I truly care about, like this show, day trading, spending time with my family. But when I get overwhelmed, I have a tough time doing those things, even when I know I need to. Working with a therapist can help you get closer to that best version of you, because when you feel confident and empowered, you're more prepared to take on everything life is throwing at you. I'm one of the many people who have benefited from therapy, by the way. It helped me filter through all the noise, get down to the root cause of my problems so I could actually solve them and move on. So if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com gml today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash gml. The journalist thing, now I understand right at, right at the first, and it fits the story so well, I get it, uh, right at the first, they arrest this journalist, and the basically the narrative goes out that they're trying to cover this thing up, and look, they've even arrested a journalist who was trying to tell the truth, as if no one's out there talking about anything. Um, what happened with this journalist, now the, the, what the cops said about it, the timeline of events... I get is a little fuzzy. What it, what actually happened was the cops told the guy to do something. He didn't want to do it. And they wanted to make sure he knew who was in charge. So they took it all the way to its conclusion of arresting the guy. So you're saying missing context. There's fact checked missing context. Now, was he banned on Twitter for spreading disinformation? No. Uh, in fact, he was released and he's still reporting for the news outlet. He's, or it's a clone that killed the guy in jail because he was telling the truth. Still telling the truth. Mm -hmm. That's one of the possible situations that's happening. I, now that you brought that comparison up, I can't get it out of my mind. Which one? It makes me so angry. Which one? The fact that these people are questioning oh, yeah. government officials. I know. Like they can't put two and two together, you know? And the people who are out there saying like, oh, I got banned on Twitter for telling the truth. And they're, you know, you're just thrown into this group of crazy domestic terrorists I just can't get off of that now. It makes me so angry. So here's what happened with this uh, reporter. Just want to get this out there. Um, the governor was supposed to go live with a press conference at like 3 p.m. And this guy was supposed to go live with his news channel. He was going to be doing their local news at 5 or whatever. He's supposed to be going live and tell him what's going on, what the governor said. Well, the governor didn't start his press conference at 3. The governor was late, and he didn't start it until, like, after 5 p.m. sometime. And so this guy goes on with his planned live broadcast, which happens to be in a basketball court length, small gym, uh, sharing with the, the governor as he is giving his press conference that everyone's been waiting for this whole time. And so this guy starts uh, standing up there talking while the governor is also giving his press conference. And so the cops go up there and they say, uh, stop. You can see someone back there saying, no, stop doing this. You can hear the governor talking in the background. And basically the guy finishes, they go to commercial break and 
And they don't like that the guy didn't listen to them. Okay. And this is where maybe some of the cop thing starts to come in. They don't like that the guy didn't listen. And so they're upset about that. And so, of course, they end up pushing this further and further. Out the door, by other media right here. I'm gonna listen. I don't care. You're gonna walk out the door. I'm gonna listen. You're gonna walk out the door. Touch mine out, sir. You're gonna walk out the door. Now there's still a press conference going on, and there's a whole room full of press that's covering the story. And and I guess what you I'll just pause that on the be kind part right there. How about that? (laughs) Um, They don't seem to be very kind to each other. No, they're not being kind. and it's just fun to say, oh, this, there's such a big conspiracy. There's such a big cover-up going on that they're censoring journalists and arresting them uh, for telling the truth. Now, the guy was broadcasting with his news channel. I assume whatever truth he told, we'd be seeing the clips of that going around the little of the place. He was probably like, as you can see behind me, the governor's talking. Back to you. Yeah. And like that was the story. How's, how's it going inside? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm in a gym where you can see there's other people that are in the gym. Toxic chemicals floating. Yeah, stuff out flying here. Flying by my face. <laughs> it's like that's it's real hellish out here, Bob. <laughs> okay, so you just gotta watch out for the it's and then it's those pieces of the narrative that get me like, okay, are they overblowing this whole thing? Like I get that stuff was blowing up and it looked really bad. But we also gotta remember that um okay, that it's not still blowing up. Like when you see the pictures. Like, oh my God, I can't believe that this is still happening in Ohio right now. Like, no, this is from several days ago. So, uh, you know, are they overblowing this whole thing? Is this just hysteria taking place on Twitter? You know, I don't know. It is crazy how, what things that get a hold of people. I know. And it's fun to say that they're censoring people in the media. I get it. I totally get it. All right. Where are we at on my big list of things? It's Trump's fault. We got, yeah. We got the animals are dying. We talked about that. Destroy the water and food supply. Now there's some of the, that's some of the stuff I've been seeing too. Like this is a continuation of the plan to destroy our water and food supply. And uh, of course this stuff's going to get into water. It's going to destroy everything. It's going to destroy crops and all that. That Everything flows into the Ohio and that's, you know. Now what a lot of people have been getting wrong when they are talking about this is that, that these things flow, they flow into the Ohio. And the Ohio, it then flows into the Mississippi. And they combine together this little town called Cairo in Illinois. Very, very tippy bottom of Illinois. And then they, should have been a huge city. Yes, should have been. Wasn't. And then they flow down isn't. into the Gulf. Now, what everyone's counting, they're basically acting like the Ohio River flows out into all the other rivers that are connected to it. But those are, those are what's called tributaries. They all flow into the Ohio, not... It doesn't flow back out or there'd just be massive lakes and oceans right outside the Ohio River. Y'all learn something new every day. Don't pass <laughs> over that word there. It's very important. Tributaries there. Yeah, that's what it is. You're talking about river waterways. It's a funnel, <laughs> you know? Yeah. They all just funnel into the ocean. So that's one thing. You see pictures like this and like, look at all these things that are going to be affected. Look at all the... I'm not saying that nothing's going to be affected because some of this stuff can evaporate and get into the rain. Then it goes out. I think it could be damaging for crops, definitely for fish, wildlife, even people. And as we will continue to say at the end of this episode, that's got to come up pretty quickly. Um, I think that this company needs to pay out the ass uh, for this. I think it needs to nearly destroy them. Mm. If destroy them, 
depending on, you know, making sure that the, you find their damages. Now, Trump's fault. Is it Trump's fault? You saw that. You told me that you saw people saying that. I did, yeah. Apparently, Trump, you know, cut back all the EPA regulations and gutted the, he gutted the EPA and, this is and a, knocked uh, back regulations on train requirements mm -hmm. and all this stuff. Um, so this is a problem of deregulation. Yes. It's happening right now. And there was, in fact, a rule that was put in place during the Obama administration that the Trump administration rolled back. And that is being blamed for the problem. That was the brakes, the electronic brake. Yes. Braking system. So they uh, are going to, they have this rule that's going to require them to get the electronic brakes on their trains. Some of them that qualify for some of the hazardous materials. So that's important as well. And Trump did roll that back, and probably because the companies lobbied the hell out of them and paid for specific people to get in the positions of power and to take back some of these rules. I, I'm not saying that's not the case. There's a, a piece from The Lever or Lever News out here talking about all this. They talk about the, uh, they talk about the rules that were put in place during the Obama administration. And uh, they then talk about some other problems that I've not seen mentioned when people blame this on Trump. Okay. In 2015, the Obama administration issued new transportation rule, which was far less stringent than the wide ranging rule and wide ranging than the safety advocates had demanded. The final regulations definition of high hazard flammable trains was not expanded as the NTSB requested. And the regulations applied only to trains of more than 20 of cars in a single block carrying hazardous materials or 35 located throughout the train. The rule did not require ECP braking for the subset of rail cars that would be still be classified as high hazard flammable trains, an important step in pushing the rail, or it did require that uh, for the ones that would be classified. However, this train was not classified as a high hazard flammable train. Even by Obama standards. Even by the Obama rule standards. The rule that the Trump administration rolled back would still not have covered this train because this substance, uh, I already forgot the name of it, that is uh, really bad, did not qualify under this rule. So even though the, you can post a news article saying that the Trump administration rolled back these uh, safety precautions, this train still wouldn't have been under the Obama rules. So it just it doesn't matter. Still doesn't matter. But that's the crazy left. Yeah. Blaming Trump. We still we have the crazy right. Still got crazy right. Blaming Biden. Blaming Biden. I know you have a few things in here. The one of the ones I saw the most, I think, was the fact that gay Pete Buttigieg is the transportation secretary, and so since Biden, you know, put someone there based on his LGBTQ plus status rather than somebody <laughs> who knew something about transportation. <laughs> Mm -hmm. it's all Biden's fault and gay. Also That's gay. Yeah. The far oh, right. Nice. I saw so many accounts. And they're like, like, oh, this is what happens when you have a gay transportation <laughs> secretary. Like what? Now I can like, <laughs> I understand like, okay, the guy is not qualified for the job. They'll say, I'm so sick of people saying, well, he was too busy taking the parental leave or, or whatever, you know, when the, or what, what do they call it for, for paid dads. family leave, paid family leave. Yeah. Uh, paternity leave. Yep. Sorry. He was too busy taking that. I'm like, 
I get it. Like, that was funny. The guy was gone for like two months and no one even knew he was gone. Yeah. Okay. So that's one thing. <laughs> but also, you guys got to join the Fed Haters Club. Okay. I can't. You really need to. Oh my God. You really should. Um, that's not why this happened. And even so, like, as libertarians, I don't blame Pete Buttigieg because I don't think his job should exist in the first place. So, it's not his responsibility to make sure that this train wasn't going to derail because that's a stupid responsibility for people in the government to have. Yeah, the far left and the far right are just so dumb. But even then, God. it is dumb to... This guy was a diversity hire. Like, he hadn't... He's got nothing to do it's Definitely not on job. meritocracy whatsoever. No. Yeah. Like, he was hired because he's gay. Yeah. That's it. That's the only reason. But this didn't happen because he was gay. No, it didn't happen <laughs> because he's gay. Because this is a job. Who's re so who's responsible? It's the people whose job it is to facilitate this whole process. It's the company. Mm -hmm. That's who I think is responsible. Okay. They're the ones who should, they should, mm -hmm. they have a, like a fiduciary responsibility to transport hazardous mm -hmm. chemicals in a safe way. It's their job to do it. Yes. And to make sure it happens safely. Yes. Now, uh, there's one other thing, I guess, before we get off of Biden here. Um, we can talk about a few of these things. Okay, so not the Pete Buttigieg thing. Is it Biden's fault? Not really, although they did bust this, the union strike, the rail worker strike. Uh, Congress ended those negoci negotiations. And it could be his fault for pushing the unions to the point that they intentionally caused this. <laughs> that's, you know, that I would lean most, I would lean most heavily on that because I've seen plenty of gangster movies. And as I said a bunch of times, what people don't realize is that those gangster movies, like you've seen a lot of Robert De Niro or Ray Liotta or Joe Pesci and like these kind of guys, they were like union bosses and people who broke people's legs for unions. <laughs> You know, mm -hmm. they were people who blew up people's cars and shot up their houses for for Jimmy Hoffa and and uh, and union bosses. You're saying this was a mafia <clears throat> mob. I'm this saying is this mob is, design. I'm saying this is what happens when unions don't get what they want, but not in the way people think. I mean that I'm I'm saying like this is them saying like yeah, you see what happens. See what <laughs> you know. This was an accident waiting to happen. You could yeah. have prevented this. So uh, now we've got, that's speculation. It's halfway a joke, although, you're like, okay, 49% a joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 51% serious, but I have no proof. This train was gall darn long. It was 1.8 miles long. Mm. That's a lot. I hate that. That'll oh make, that might even be longer you than You talk La about waiting Laverne. for school buses. <laughs> you know? Waiting oh, on yeah. trains is the worst. I hate it. There's one not far from my house. Um, what's frustrating is getting to Parker School. It's like you, like the fastest way to go goes over the train tracks. Mm -hmm. But all too often, there's a derailment. Right there, the train's just sitting there. It's <laughs> 200 miles long, <laughs> you know, and you can never get through there. There's yeah. a train just always sitting there. Okay, uh, so we got the union busting thing, and the other thing that makes me, I don't think it's Biden and Buttigieg's fault, unless you think it's the government's responsibility to make sure the trains don't derail. Um, so that's, that's one thing. 
But the uh, the weird silence from Biden, Buttigieg did post a tweet thread uh, last night about this whole thing. Uh, and so so that happened. Uh, but a lot of silence from these people. It's been a rough year for the Department of Transportation. I'll tell you that. A rough or, you know, rough rolling year. I know it's it's only February right now. Still a rough year, I guess. Okay, the other part that I thought was important in here, I forgot the screenshots. These electronic brakes, back in 2007, when they were first touting this technology, the company, Norfolk Southern, was pumped about these brakes. All right, they were, they were excited about how safe they were and how efficient they were going to be and that they told their investors at their at their little meetings and all that, that they were going to be putting this on all their trains and that they were going to have the safest trains and stuff out there. And so once the company, once the company starts to adopt that, they put it on some trains. I say, we're going to put it on 30 at first. And then um, the government says, well, we're going to mandate this for, for everyone in the industry. And immediately the company switches, they flip the switch and they're like, oh, we don't need to mandate this over the entire industry. Then they start working against the government to put these mandates. What's interesting to me is what happened was... The price went up. That's one thing. You mandate that they got to have them. Then the people that provide those brakes, they charge whatever the hell they want to put mm -hmm. the brakes on. The other thing is Norfolk Southern. I'm glad you said that because I forgot about that part. Norfolk Southern, they were excited to tell their investors about this competitive advantage they were going to have over their competition and that they were going to have safest trains, and they could tell the people that were shipping their hazardous materials or any of their materials, they're like, hey, we got the best trains. We're, there's 150 million derailments every single year, and it's not going to be us. They could charge more money. Yes, they can do because that. Because then they have, yeah. And then when the government says, no, we're going to mandate this for everyone, they're like, oh, no, no, we don't want to all do this, because then they lose that comparative advantage with all their competition. I just thought it was pretty interesting. In that case this train might have had the electronic brakes on it if they wouldn't have tried to mandate them because the price wouldn't have gone up and they would have been able to have that advantage over so everyone. So you can blame the Department of Transportation. I guess so. Yeah. Although I'd be blaming Obama and not Biden, VP Biden. This is Vice President Biden's fault. Mm, this it is, yeah. <laughs> uh, Much like Ukraine. The other thing I wanted to mention was that this is new technology, as I said, in 2007 Ish. Also, would it have worked on that car? It we was don't on know. fire. We still don't know. Like, could it have burned the electric components that would have connected the brakes to it? That's the other part. You still don't know that that would have stopped this from happening. And the other thing is, shit happens. I've seen Forrest Gump. Mm -hmm. We know that. Yeah. Like, it happens sometimes. Um, so we know that. This is also new technology where you're saying, like, 20 years ago, they couldn't mandate this. And you couldn't hold them responsible for not doing it because it didn't exist in the first place. And so it still would have just crashed. So thank you to whoever invented it. So that's a good thing. What? They're posting the... Um, Crazy stuff out there? Oh, not Black Sheep. Tommy Boy. Okay. Where he does the, <laughs> the sales pitch. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> New guys in the corner puking his guts out. <laughs> that's a great one. Yeah, the stuff happens. Okay. Yeah. Um... So whose fault is it? Well, you got to put it on the company still because it's their responsibility to make sure that things like this don't happen unless this was intentionally sabotaged. 
by people in the union who were literally warning about this happening just a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. All right, so so it's still on the company. And what should happen now is uh, they messed up their cost-benefit analysis on whether or not it was worth it for them to make the investment and put the electronic brakes on all of their trains. And uh, that cost-benefit analysis needs to be readjusted for them. To me, as long as you can find that the fault is theirs and that this wasn't sabotage, wasn't intentionally done by someone uh, in the union, which they would still have some responsibility for it, I know. I mean, I heard it was Russia did this. It probably was. That's what I heard also from... Oh, it's a Trump train. That's what it was. It was too many people getting on the Trump train Mm -hmm. at the same time. Uh, So that's one thing. But I guess to close this out, because it's 4 p.m. on Valentine's Day, they need to pay for all of the cleanup, clearly, all of the damages, clearly, Um, any of the damages in people's house. If the smell was so strong that it ruined people's furniture, they need to pay for all of that. If people lost work, they got to pay for that. If people move away from the town because they're scared to have their animals live there, they need to pay for all of the future damages associated with that, including everyone who's got businesses that live in the area and any relocation fee for anyone who lives in the area. If the cloud went over any other towns and they can prove that it came down and it killed animals or years from now, they can prove that it caused cancers. And it's got to be that this caused it because those cancers do still exist in the wild. Mm -hmm. Also, they got to pay for all of that stuff, every single bit of it, bit of it. And so it's still on them. It's their train. It's even though you could say it was an accident and this stuff happens, that's part of it. And that's the market where there are victims. There are crimes. Yes. So as a victim, you should have to pay, or, or if you create victims, you should have to pay restitution to those victims. Yeah. Now, I don't disagree with that at all. And that's actually what would actually solve these types of problems. Mm-hmm. Because then train companies have an incentive to operate safely so that they don't impact or harm other people's lives. Like what people are saying, well, they spent all their money on stock buybacks instead of making their trains safer. Well, they did a calculation. They said it's better for us to spend this money on buybacks. And they put invest they put dividends in there too are you trying to tell me that the all of the people who own a portion of the company shouldn't ever be able to get paid dividends off of the company's profits ever yeah what kind of socialist are you like the <laughs> the, the all the people who own this the trains of production uh, that they can't ever take a percentage of the profits like yeah they pay dividends to shareholders of course they do stop demonizing this which is how it should be. But anyway, they make that calculation. They say, well, we, we got $100 billion and we're going to put that towards this. Or what companies in the future can say, Warren Buffett's company can say, well, remember that company, Norfolk Southern? <laughs> Used you <know>? to be <laughs> competitor. Yeah. Remember them? Well, they didn't put these brakes on their train and now they, they all lost it. And that guy, he jumped out of the building over there too. And, uh, and so they're like, well, maybe we should put the money towards the brakes. Yeah. That's how the market works. They should get some Callahan brakes. Exactly. <laughs> There's a guarantee, not on the box, but it's, it's backed by Tommy and his late father. That's right. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. If you enjoyed today's episode of Confusion. <laughs> it was confusing. And fun. It was fun. Honestly, this is like, I had more fun doing this. It was a fun show, you know? Yeah. 
And uh, if you think volcanoes don't exist in Ohio, because they don't, <laughs> then you should go sign up at joingml.com. Join the Fed Haters Club. Joingml.com. New uh, website launching tomorrow, godhatesfeds.com. You can go there today. Tomorrow will be even better. Mm-hmm. Godhatesfeds.com. Go check out some new merch. Support the show in any way that you can. For those that are cheap or may have been laid off or anything like that, you can support the show freely by sharing it with a friend, a family member, or a foe. You can watch our social media accounts. You can share those videos. You can leave us a review. Mm-hmm. You can subscribe to the show on YouTube, mm-hmm. anywhere you want to. And uh, that's how you can do it for free. Even just hitting like on the Twitter post. You don't have to retweet. I get it. You don't want your friends to see like, oh, why do they retweet five things a day from this one page? That's kind of weird. You just hit like. Just hit like it on it. It tells the Elon Musk algorithms that this is content mm-hmm. that someone liked, mm-hmm. quite literally. Those are all the free ways to support, and we would appreciate every single one of them because we love every single one of you. And if you do all that... Even Costco? Yeah. Okay. If you do all that, we'll be back again tomorrow. Hope you have a good day and a good morning, Liberty.